this life, gotta make your own deals, chase your own thrills, pay your own bills. On the outer loop, sitting on chrome wheels, phone synced up to the newest chrome bills. On air, who cares if it's right or wrong? I just care which guests they invited on. Without a minute to stall, and there was liquor involved with some hype songs. And the night is young, right on cue, the talking begins. And we check out what Steve Bills got on the blends. A bit grimy. A backdrop from the late 80s to the mid 90s Till it finally takes us to a rhythm that works And K. Chrome spits a verse that he didn't rehearse Both flex skills proving it's all in So gather round for the newest installment Chrome Bills Episode number Five day old chili mm. Probably was that your uh, Instagram live video, Chuck? That was my, my Instagram story. Morgan's okay. like, what is Chuck doing? <laughs> is he making chili on Instagram live? I'm like, yep, that's what Chuck's doing. <laughs> that's definitely what I was doing. I'm like, yo, I never use this shit because what am I going to do? Be like, and I'm at work. This is me going to a 2 o'clock meeting. This is me taking a 3 o'clock conference call. Yeah, right. This is me doing a 4 o'clock meeting. This is me not realizing I actually had two 4 o'clock meetings. <laughs> Captivating stuff. This is me taking notes. All right, how's a... Uh, let me... I want to see if I can play records off of this thing. This is me calculating the velocity. Calc- <laughs> the critical velocity? Critical velocity player. Check the critical velocity player. <laughs> what is that from? Uh, Chuck let me borrow like some study materials from when I was taking the uh, was it the EIT exam? No, PE. PE. It was the PE exam, and uh, I didn't realize that Chuck writes motivational notes to himself. So like okay. under some of the problems, you know, he had this one phrase. It was like. Check the critical velocity, player. <laughs> that's dope. Wow, that's got to be <laughs> fucking hilarious. I thought that was borderline best man speech stuff. I was like, <laughs> oh, that. I, I had it in there. I, I took it out because I was like, nobody's going to get this. Bart have you been, been recording by any shit, chance? That's it. What's that? Have you been recording by any chance? I have been, yeah. Oh, what? I mean, we can oh, we're live. I mean, just I when I ca- just when I came on here. Okay, well, we already have the episode. What is that? Check the velocity player. Check the critical velocity player. Check the critical player. velocity player. Longest title ever, but that's perfect. You know, sometimes you read an article by someone, like let's say it's someone like Stephen A. Smith or uh, the or like Michael Rappaport that has like a very definitive way of talking. When you read that, could you hear me doing it and even raising my voice at the end? Like, <laughs> check the critical velocity player. <laughs> Yo, is this 132? Tis. 132. No, is it? Like is that right? Blue. I don't know. Not to be confused with the 213. One, three, none. Yeah, I got to check. I got to check our own feed. Let's do it. I know this. I know for a fact this is the first episode of 2018 wow welcome aboard and a lot has gone down a lot in the world of hip-hop a lot i kind of went back through the since we had a couple minutes just the one of the threads yep. one of our chat threads yep and realized the black thought freestyle wow hard to believe right forget about it because that feels like since it's on the other side of christmas that feels almost like it was three months ago now, where yeah. it's probably about a month back. And it also shows 
the uh, attention span of even hip hop fans, where it was the most popular thing to have an opinion on for a couple of days. And now I bet if you tracked like even the YouTube views, it's like getting getting fifty a day. Like it got ten million in, in six hours, I and then fifty a day. I think it's one of the most popular videos on the on the uh, Hot ninety seven YouTube feed, though. Oh, I don't doubt it, but I think that I think there was a very strong uptick in the first twenty four to forty eight oh, hours. Oh, agreed. They yeah, they pick something and then they, you know, they make it a trending topic. You know what I mean? He was oh, he was trending on Twitter, right? Yeah. Like out of all the world news, it's like Black Thought freestyle on on Funkmaster Flex. Well, my favorite was when uh, two point seven million views, and I'm sure there's more than one dude, version. That's a, on, that's a lot on YouTube, but the the one I just pulled up two point seven million. That's a that's a lot for a freestyle, right? I I would think so. Absolutely. What was the, what's the um? Let's do, let's do a comparison here. How about the okay. B, the BET Eminem cipher? Uh, the one where he disses Trump? Yep. Okay. Let's do Eminem. Trump. Okay. That's 42 million views. Whoa! <laughs> 43. <laughs> All right. White thought versus black thought. Dang. Well, I, to that point, it's funny that uh, racist-ass white people would be like, oh, now there's a black thought? Like, you know what I mean? It was like... I, I thought... I saw someone was like, all thoughts matter. It's like, shut right. the fuck up. The same people that say fake news and don't read past, you know, a Twitter handle headline. Somebody wrote. That's... Somebody wrote all thoughts matter on the in the comments. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> I, you got to give it up for that. That's a, like I'm that's guilty. A high level of trolling there. I'm yeah. certainly guilty of only reading headlines when the headlines are very concise. You know, when, yeah. when they're like, right, thousand people fired from local company. I'm like, damn. They fired a thousand people. I have an opinion about that. But when the trend is just black thought, right? <laughs> you may want to dig a little deeper if it doesn't register immediately. Uh, oh, that's a person's rap name. All thoughts matter. All thoughts matter. Why isn't there a white delicious? <laughs> what? A new different styles member. White moon. White delicious. <laughs> Wow. On tour with White Moon and White Star. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, uh, white, brand new year. White people under the stairs. I'm sorry, I just had to get that. <laughs> white people under the stairs. That's the best one, I think. Mm -hmm. All right. I've told you the story how uh, Idea was like, yeah, I got my name from Black Thought. I was like, how's that? He's like, yeah. Black Thought, White Idea. He's like, I was just half joking around, and then I thought, Idea's not that bad a name. It's a good one, dude. I finally watched that documentary, actually, since our last episode. I watched Ooh. it on a oh, train yeah. ride over the holidays. Um, Cole, I swear to God, if you said it on the show, I did not realize that you were in it. Like It was it's brief. It was yeah. like 45 minutes in, and I was watching it, and I was like, damn. I was actually watching it on the train, so I looked up or something. I'm like, that voice sounds really familiar. What rapper is that again? <laughs> oh, that's my man. That's my friend. But my co-host. I forgot that him and Abilities actually go by the name Idea and Abilities, but at one time went by the group name The Sixth Sense. Right. Mm -hmm. Little known fact. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Good documentary. It's called The World Has No Idea. It's available pretty much everywhere. iTunes, Amazon. Mm. Check it out. I, what I love about that documentary is it's obviously an amazing collection of his life and his stories, but 
there are certain times where it also gives a behind the scenes about what I would consider very significant hip hop events. And in particular, the blaze battle, I was going to say like the blaze battle breakdown is probably a good, you know, five minutes, um, maybe even going, getting close to 10 minutes with slug breaking down what was going on. And uh, I think that's a very untold story. Right. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen the documentary yet. Is there a, any shells footage, like interviews with (laughs) shells? And we can fight. There's not. Shells declined to comment. He did. All right. <laughs> I, if I understand the story correctly, he was talking to Sage. Like Sage being Sage was in the front row just talking shit to him the whole time. The picture of Slug where uh, Idea had won, and I guess one of the prizes was like this huge Averex jacket. Right. Right. And then also like some sort of, I guess it was a hat, it was some sort of headwear between like a backwards hat and a do-rag and he had like some interesting facial hair going on and he even says he's like and then i'm over there looking like rico suave <laughs> right. yeah. yeah it's an interesting scenario i mean that was a very much like underground versus mainstream validation right there right right yeah it was like all right you give us whatever you're up and comers and here it goes well, you know, it's interesting. There was it, be, it being hosted by KRS One. I think that sort of, I think that gave it the legitimacy of the best man's going to win. Like this won't be, yeah, somebody's not going to get ripped off if they have skills. But I, you know, it, it's funny because at that time, I forget the order, but that's when he idea won Scribble Jam, Blaze Battle, and uh, Rock Steady all within I think a calendar year Yikes. or maybe a twelve month. Yeah, you know, like he was just on fire. So. He was one amazing. of the one of the sleepers in the blaze battle if you go back and watch it is young z, young z. Right? Young z. Young z. z. yeah he got jerked you should put your hair in a barrettes and stop wearing a dress right yeah yeah is the blaze battle of it i gotta see if that's available on youtube somewhere oh i'm sure be a good way it's gotta be it. on hbo go right hbo go always brags that they put all of their content up there was that a, that was an h out. blaze battle was it hbo put on i believe oh, yeah. it was that's what's up Mm-hmm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Watusi. Steve, what's going on with you and your beard, man? Looks I don't good. know. What do you guys think? I think it looks good. I almost shaved it today. I was like, this is too fucking itchy. Ah. Uh, you know? Once it, gets feel to like a certain, once it gets to like a certain length, then it starts, it turns back on you and starts trying to penetrate the fortress, you know? Do you shampoo on it? Um... You should soften it up. I will. I got some oil for it. There you go. Okay. Some citrusy oil. It's really nice. Yeah. I got a. I, it has its own brush. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you treat it right, it'll treat you right. Okay. That's all I can say about it. Yeah, I don't know, but I the find only, myself. Uh, I find the only myself non-bearded like, member of the show now. You are. You. You're looking way too clean cut there, bud. My shit comes in all white, dude. That's why I can't do it. Yeah. That's my new rap name, Whitebeard. Yeah. Cool. Well, do you, you find funny. yourself rubbing your chin a lot with the beard? Um, no, but okay. well, I haven't. I haven't shaved, you know, like the the upper cheeks, you know, or, right. or like uh, my right. neck or any of that stuff lately. So that's getting a little itchy. But yeah. Chuck, to your point, if I go like the day I get a haircut, I look like I'm 31. A month later, and when my hair and beard have grown out because of the white, I look like I'm 47. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it, it's crazy how it's, it's a distinguished look for sure. Yeah, <laughs> it's distinguished. Also, crazy. 
it's funny because I think it's always what you're used to seeing. So I'm looking like Cole's beard is probably twice as long as Steve's, and it's like, yeah, that's just Cole. Whereas right, I, right. I have that same feeling when uh, when Cole would show up to basketball every once in a while, like completely clean shaven. <laughs> I'd, I'd like look over and I'll be like, who's the new, who's the new Jack? <laughs> right, right. Who's who's this new Jack? He's, he plays just like Cole. Terrible shot selection, but where's the beard? I'm like, this guy's hoisted. Yeah, man, that's gone. It's been a steady decline. You uh, could have told you that right there. I'm playing once a week. Actually, you know, it's funny because the one day that I do play, I actually play better than I had been just because I think I'm – I get t- – I've been working out quite a bit more, like taking the stairs everywhere I go, hitting – you know, going to the gym, push-ups, sit-ups, all that stuff. It's just everything hurts all the time. So your back know. hasn't gotten better from, from playing oh, ball left? No. It, I think it's I, – I mean, it's one of these things where I'm sure there's some – I don't know. Placebo effect is the right way to put it, but I think it feels worse when I don't play. And I, I, I don't know if it's like uh, blood flow or what. Objects, objects in motions tend to stay in motion. You know what I mean? Probably. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I still exercise, but what I'm doing is like, like the building where I work is like seven, seven floors. So I just take the stairs everywhere. And by the end of the day, I'm like, Gee, you know, I'm exhausted, but I feel good. But I don't know if that's necessarily good for my back. But my man's armpits uh, when he's walking around the chives. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something special. Check it out. You heard of Chuck's chili? Check out Cole's chili. Have you ever thought about getting one of those inverted, invertible beds or whatever? The, the invertible you... tables where you, like, strap your ankles in and then flip upside down? I have, you know. I yeah. mean, it takes me a while to, like, put on a new, you know, change a light bulb. I don't know how, <laughs> how much change I'm willing to, to adapt to. No, I looked into it. My chiropractor was like, this is not for you. I would not do he said, this. said, don't do that. Yeah. For, okay. for the particular issue that I have, he didn't think it would be helpful. I, I don't think he thought it was helpful for anyone, but. Job security. Yeah. What are you going to do? Very true. Get those, get those out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, oh, I feel great. He's like, oh, you don't need this. Did you just kick me in the back? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. All right. How are you guys feeling? How's your bodies? I've got a... um pain patch on my left big toe right now nice okay a couple of what, what the fuck is a pain patch pain patch oh you gotta get House these things patch. they're great <laughs> that sounds like the new vinnie paz album <laughs> <laughs> this episode of chrome bills has been sponsored by vinnie paz's pain patch <laughs> produced by necro <laughs> knock 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 you're dead get your brain smashed with the pain patch how about house of pain patch that's oh, pretty good shit. that's pretty good I, I mean, we're gonna bring the pain patch. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> were we talking about that? Speaking I of Method Man lyrics, Method Man. one of the one of the things I saw when I went back through the text thread was the talk about Doug Jones, and it was uh, I got a Doug Jones. I got a Doug Jones for your body and your skin. <laughs> that's pretty solid. I love that. That's Method pretty lyrics. solid. How about a? I, as your, as hold your on. There's one work, thing I've sure, there's one thing sure. I've learned though. Sure. It's when you drink absolute straight, it burns. I'd like <laughs> to give my chest hairs a perm. <laughs> He's so good on it. So I've actually gotten to this. Um, so when I get drunk, I, I really like to sit around and listen to podcasts. But then you're kind of just sitting there doing nothing. Yeah. So the drunk champs, where the podcast interviews are actually recorded and put up there, the Noriega stuff is really yeah. good on. I think it's on Vivo or it's it's on YouTube, but I forget who posts it. Yeah. And um, God, the fucking Wu Tang one's like three hours long. I need but to watch Meth, that. Meth is just killing it. I mean, he's 
I don't think it's a stretch to say he's the most articulate in interviews out of the crew. <laughs> yeah. He's the man. He's been He's cool. awesome in the deuce too, man. He really fucking Yeah. Dope. Yeah. What's the fun thing like you doing out here? I don't buy Maggie Gyllenhaal at all as being remotely attractive. I thought you were going to say playing a prostitute, not remotely attractive. Anybody could hey, listen. Anybody could be a whore. She's like, um, like an elementary school teacher, kind of pretty, you know. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. It's not really going to. It's not going to blow you away, but in a pinch. Ironically, you, she won't blow you. If you've ever wondered what her breasts look like, right. You won't anymore. <laughs> well, all right. So here, you know, I mean, you know, sufficient, sufficient supply of breast shots, not just a quick here or there. In the Jamie, Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis or Maggie Gyllenhaal? Well, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, I don't know if this is an urban myth, but she was born a hermaphrodite. Have you ever heard that before? I have heard that. I don't know. I don't know how true that is. That. I feel like that's in the Richard Gere yep. and Rod Stewart realms yep. of... <laughs> Of urban legends, although I'd love to know where those things come from. I think it's usually of a call legends. On, it's usually, probably... usually a caller on Howard Stern. I swear to God, so many of those things originate yeah. goes back to somebody uh, calling into Howard Stern, huh. and someone else a few days later telling their friend, "You know what I heard? Right. <laughs> Lord Hill doesn't like white people." Right. Well, on the I don't want to you know in the age of Me Too I don't want to say anything untoward and tell women how to dress but those tops that Maggie Gyllenhaal is always wearing mm. where it's like mm. the crisscross around the neck and then like smushing down her already like not fantastic boobs Uh-oh. like it's like you know it's definitely like a seventy style of shirt inappropriate yeah I don't know it's not a good look I don't like mom jeans and I don't like that shirt <laughs> but that's me you know do what you want. What are you, a prom queen in some mob jeans? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, speaking of Method Man, one of the things that we listened to recently, Chuck put me on to the new uh, rock album, Rock from Helter Skelter. Mm. Oh, good call. And so uh, it's really, really good record. I mean, I, I don't know why I was surprised. I've always thought he was dope. It's There's definitely, I'd say, like, 80 20 like 80 percent like really solid shit there's some like not great beats on there but there's one song that has uh some move features and method man i mean let's be honest like he's never been he's not between him and red man like he's not the one carrying the weight ver- lyrically uh but on that song with rock I, he really he surprised me whereas mary maggie gillenhall is not gonna <laughs> blow me away he blew me away the song that got me is you know, and, and it really changed my mind about him as an artist too. Is that how much different the face of hip hop would have been if he had put out a couple records? Yeah. You know, between the Helter Skelter era and today, because what you realize is that he didn't. And uh, there's a song that's a very autobiographical song about his career. Yep. And I mean, you can take it all at a grain of salt, but it's still just this guy was such an important person. He was in a in a Method Man way. You could even make that comparison. He was the most distinguishable member out of health, out of boot camp, like from his voice. Mm-hmm. You could argue the same as you can with Meth that there were other people that were nicer. Uh, the way that there was a Smith and Wesson, there was a Ghost and Ray. You know, there were like these little pockets of guys. But he was someone that, like, the second he got on a song, you're like, "Oh, that's dude from Health to Skelter." Right. And I just wonder. Th- what's weird is the writing quality is is sharp on the record. I mean. It, 
to Cole's point, it's like 80-20 and that some of the beats are not that great. And then there's a couple choruses that aren't going to blow you away. Right. But I think his bars, like his verses, there's nothing on there where I'm like, all right, you mailed this in. Agreed. I thought the op- you were saying the opening track, right? Did we talk about this already? The opening track is like the three things that I love of my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that one's vicious. So there's an interesting video for that. Uh, I think it's it, – I know it's black and white. I think it's just him sitting at a bar. Okay. But I, I want to say I had seen that, you know, last year. Do you know when the album dropped? I don't think uh, that long. A couple – couple months ago i want to say right okay yeah like in the fall i think so is that do people like he released the video to coincide with the release of the record right yeah it came out a little before okay i, th- I kind of remember even sharing it with you guys and maybe you'd already seen it before that but like in the summer mm-hmm. so maybe six months ago okay yeah that's the one that starts where it's like top of the morning mm-hmm. ain't nothing better than waking up to top in the morning right right yeah that's it's nice man nice <laughs> It's also interesting to me that where Sean Price, like, you know, there was a uniformity to what he did on different songs. Like, you know, P, you know, sort of, he like put a, a, a rubber stamp on every song, if you will. Whereas Rock, I feel like style-wise, like he always was coming from different directions, had like different catchphrases. Uh, I felt like he, he probably would be a good person to sit down with after you've made a whole record and be like, you know, tell me what to tweak about this entire thing. Like, what little tricks and treats could I add to it? Mm. He's like, what you need is on this song, you need me to sit in the background and go, yeah. Right. <laughs> he he loves doing ad libs and the laugh, too. Yeah. 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 You mentioned P, yeah. man. I, how many more posthumous verses do you think P's got? Because it seems like every record that comes out, right? Like, he's on the rock joint. I know he's definitely on the static, static selector joint. Static joint. Mayhem joint. Uh, right. Yeah, he's on the Mayhem joint. I heard a joint with him and um, Westside Gun. Yeah, that's up there. You heard that one? Because yeah, right. I feel like on a lot, I've, I have a playlist going of just new stuff, and I'm like, there's a lot of Sean Price features on here. Plus, there was a whole Sean Price record, right? It came, yeah, came Entire out not record. that long ago. So. Was it songs in the key of Price? Uh. Uh-uh. No. Even more a... recent than that. Okay. Who's doing the By fact the way, checking here tonight? If you're wondering <laughs> what checking. that what that noise was, I'm pretty sure Cole just scratched his beard with his yeah, mic. Did yeah. you see that? <laughs> ever since, ever like, since Steve was like, "Does your beard? Does your chin itch?" I'm now like, you're no, itchy. Now I'm like, "God, this is driving me crazy." We should uh, we should start a scratch battle. You know, just beard scratching. <laughs> DJ Cuber, just come along. No facial hair. Smoke us all. <laughs> mm-hmm. Still rotten high off that experience with Qbert. I need to relive it. There's a video out there on on YouTube, I think. Okay. Shout outs to Cam. Peace to Varak and Cam. Peace to Varak. Jay who? Jay who's on first? Uh, hold on. What'd y'all do for New Year's? I was Great dumb enough Great to go to the Giants Redskins Week 17 oh. game. At MetLife Stadium in the Meadowlands, thirteen, where the where the feels like temperature was hovering around my number of platinum albums, <laughs> zero. Yeah. How we far were... in advance had you gotten those tickets? <clears throat> Only a couple weeks. Okay. Um, they were free, so that that was kind of a push. Okay. Uh, one of my good friends Ali is a Redskins fan. He wanted to go. 
Uh, they were good seats. And even when we hung out that morning, we were like, went to a bar. We were all bundled up. We called an Uber. We were outside for like two minutes. I'm like, this isn't even going to be that bad. You know, I was wearing five layers. And uh, I have a new appreciation for anyone that toughs it out at like Green Bay and, and Bears games and Buffalo. stuff like that. Buffalo, even Foxborough and some of the weather, yeah. Pittsburgh. That, I mean, we we sat in our seat for one quarter. There was a time that I uh, I took a sip of a beer and I must have exhaled and the beer was just smoking like a cup of coffee for like 30 seconds long enough that I was able to pull out my phone and get a video of it like and you know like and that involved taking off a glove going into like another layer of a pant and taking a video and it was still steaming it was fucking cold so I knew in the Meadowlands there's a place where there's an indoor bar on the on the ground level so I went over there and was like we just got to get a drink and warm up for a second and then as we stood in there for 10 minutes I'm like Dude, I'm not going back to the seats, man. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit about this game. The only two players that oh, any fan knew on either team that was actually suited up was Kirk Cousins and Eli Manning. And maybe the only reason to watch it was it might be the last time either of them play for either team. Right. <clears throat> not enough for me. I was in an Uber by halftime. <laughs> what did uh, – What you said you went with Ali? Yeah. What was his take? Oh, he was ready to go, too. Yeah. How crazy would it be if those two swapped? Cousins got picked up by a Giants and the Skins got Eli Manning for one last hurrah. I mean, they could put it under the Donald McNabb. There's got to be. Who's Donald Donald McNabb? Donald Donald McNabb, is that what I said? Donovan McNabb. (laughs) He's probably better than That's his brother. That's his his brother. (laughs) Never made. He was a baller in high school. (laughs) Donald McNabb. Uh, All the players that the Redskins have picked up as retreads to throwing a quarterback there's got to be more than those two but those two definitely come to mind yeah. brad johnson right i mean it, it's funny because i feel like eli manning would be such a snyder a snyder signing it'd be funny to watch all the redskins fans do a complete 180 on it oh, yeah. and be like i mean the guy can get it done in the playoffs though right <laughs> right right i mean you go out and you get a proven winner i mean this franchise it's on that swing uh, uh, it's, well, so it's, it's, funny. Mad, I was, it's maddening how much they talk about Kirk Cousins. Oh, I was driving. Yeah, I, have, I have a long commute and piece of the sports junkies. I love listening to them when they go to commercial, like I'll bounce around, you know, some other sports stuff. And literally this morning driving in to work, I was like, God, you guys are still talking about this. So I was like, this is day four of like 250. Like, what are you? Don't start complaining now. Yeah. He, he had an appearance on another JFK show. That literally, uh, the show on 980, uh, Sheehan and Chris Cooley, yeah, Ke- they, they were like Cooley. parsing out. They're like, they're like, if you listen to the tone in which he said it, I was like, oh my, God. <laughs> this isn't the fucking Zapruder film. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I mean, how else do you fill? I don't know, two hours of time. I'd rather they just be like, you know, we're just gonna it's get an art, it's as an drunk as we form. can. It's an art form. Yeah, it actually would be good yeah. if they were if they were drinking the whole time. That would add right. another yeah. dynamic to it. I mean, the well, only make... thing that keeps this podcast going is the sporadic nature that we move from topic to topic. Can you imagine if we oh. even pick one topic per show and tried to stay on it fifteen right. minutes to be like, "This was fun, guys." Right, right, right. No, I guess I they mean... get to take callers though. I would like. One to of the junkies. Reason. I would love to take a caller. Oh, fuck yeah! Fuck. You know what? All right, let's do that. Let's solicit. Uh, 
listener questions. We've okay. done this before. I think it went never nowhere. Right. We still have a phone number. It's uh, 612-888-D-I-F-F. D-I-F-F. You can get Give the D-I-F-F. Actually, somebody called and left a message, I think. It was probably been me. A... I usually <laughs> I used to call in there and leave fake messages. Well, now you're just splitting hairs. The weirdest thing was it would... Uh... So it forwards to my phone. I don't know if I should have admitted that part. Yeah, there but you go. There <laughs> we now we're talking. Yeah. It Shut forwards to my pregnant. phone. And Shut even though it was pregnant. coming through the, the Google Voice, it would always uh, it would read Steve's number. Ah. So I'd, I'd, sometimes I'd duck it, and then I'd send him a text like, I'll call you later or something. Right. And, right. and he'd be like, damn. And then all right. of a sudden I'd get a message that I had a Google voicemail, and it'd be yeah. someone talking in a strange voice. Yeah. yeah. Yo, man. Hey, Play man. some Outcast. <laughs> So what's up? You guys ready for the new L Sphinx record? Yeah. Is there oh, a new yeah. one coming? I, I just made that up. But yeah, oh. I'd be excited if Whoa. that was happening. That's a crazy thing. Well, the way you said it, I, I almost was going to laugh just out of turn the way that you were presenting. It was going to be like, you ready for Donald Trump to do something crazy? But I do think there's something coming that we will be interested in. What? Possibly an Edon producing a rapper that we all appreciate. Your old Droog? No, not that one. Possibly Undergr- Homeboy Underground or- oh. oh wow. Okay. I think that well, may be did. on the, I think that may be on the horizon here. What was the single that they did? Exclusive. Talking Talking Bleep. Talking Bleep. Right. Yeah. But he did something ill with the bleep. Yeah, it had like the That was a bit that was a dope song. That was nice. Really nice. Can't wait. Can't wait. If we had a DJ on the show, he would have played the first 15 seconds. Right. Right now, right. <laughs> I'm not well, getting I feel... I'm, not, I'm, si- I'm in my chair now. I don't think this yeah. is happening. So you're chilling. I'm in my chair. I got my beard. <laughs> Pulling back the curtain, things got started a little bit late. I came home. I don't know how much of this was recorded when you started, Steve, but uh, yeah. my house, some, some bad happened with the plumbing in my house. Not quite poop, but Hold I don't on. know what it is. By the way, listening late, to the, the well, no, it just never works playing it out of your phone into a uh, SM58 mic. Okay, there you go. Just give you a taste. Yeah, a little taste. <laughs> Donald McNabb is going to go download that. going to pirate that. <laughs> Donald <laughs> McNabb is actually my man. Peace to Donald McNabb. <laughs> kind of a Redskins football reference was uh, Cole mentioned a couple weeks ago. His favorite different styles member is Unaware Elder. <laughs> And it was a Sonny Jurgensen quote. Oh, was like, yeah. what you going to do when a man's coming right at your face? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, God. Oh, that was amazing. I can't take credit for that. It was actually Cooley and uh, Sheehan, actually, who pointed out. I was like, wow, these guys are playing this on, like, mainstream radio. But, you know. Yeah, it. it I feel bad. I mean, I feel like he's in the last couple of years. You know, it's become a gots to go situation. Yeah, who's the dude? He's not uh, still doing Dick? the games, is he? No, oh, he does the games. Oh, like, what do you yes, think? That's, <laughs> that's where that came from. Yeah. Oh my God. He's he's actually like sitting in a recliner in like a lazy boy chair in the corner, nodding off to sleep, and then wake him up. What do you think about that play? <laughs> Come in my face. <laughs> Breakfast. Get, get, no, I mean, dude, like Dick Stockton. If I hear him say Brian or Copo or Rapco or, or Rapper a couple of, like, I, I don't know how 
it's not like these guys just show up and they're like, oh, like get Stockton if he's available. Like they go through like a week of prep, have him sit down with the coaches, go to practice, have production meetings. Like yeah. at some point, someone's got to be like, this guy, this guy is senile. We can't have him anymore. Am I wrong for really liking Tony Romo now? Is that wrong for me to I do? Mean, I think he's great. I'll okay. stand behind John. Right. Hey, hey, whoa. Whoa, okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's better than betting in front of him, I guess. Well, not depending on what you like. That's coming all in my face here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's fine. I think well, I will say this. He's great for his first Remember year. who he replaced too. Remember who he replaced. Who do you I liked I, Phil Sims. Oh, was Sims? I did not like yeah. Phil Sims. Chuck, you hated Sims? I'm not really notice how no one was in a hurry to snatch Sims up. Where is he working right now? He can't even take Sonny Jurgens' job. You know what he is doing? This is so crazy to me, Radio? Chuck. You'll, you'll no, he's he's in like the CBS halftime show. Or uh, like the they, got him, show. they got him in the booth or whatever. They buried him with like five other idiots. <laughs> oh, and that's the network that no one even watches the halftime right. show on. They don't right now. So they did the same thing with God. This is so like we're losing all of our out of state listeners. Sorry, right, let's go. So let's you, go. You know that they got the Wizards benched. Uh, Will Shane. I'm sorry, Phil. Sh- <laughs> Don- <laughs> wow. Donald McNabb and Will Shaneer. Will <laughs> Will Shadir for food. <laughs> and his cousin Bill Shadir. Uh so they pulled him off the broadcast and they replaced him and it's uh it's a woman who played college basketball somewhere. She's really good. I mean it's not mm-hmm. Phil Shadir, I was more you know, a lot of the times you were more laughing at him than with him. But then they put him like in the in the studio yeah. with uh, Biz Marquis. the person do it. What? <laughs> <laughs> so then now they got Phyllis Chenier doing. <laughs> wow, <laughs> Phyllis Chenier, I like that. But yeah, I don't. I don't get. I'm like, just sever ties completely, or just you know, let him hang on for right. your life. Like, don't don't tread water with that. Maybe he was cold down on the floor. <laughs> I don't so- know. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, one of my pictures on on Instagram was their last he and Buckhands last uh, broadcast together, and Buckhands is like hugging him and kissing him on his, on his bald head. That's it's nice. a touching moment. Oh, yes. Yeah. Nice. I just I'm now realizing that even though it's going to be probably like 40 degrees tonight, which will be a lot warmer than it has been, mm-hmm. I have to sleep with the windows open, <laughs> and I can't have the furnace on. I'm going to be so fucking cold. I'm trying to think what you could do there to get your Steve. Do you have cigarettes? Get I'll your... come to your house. I'll come to your crib, kid. Uh, I do crib. not. No, right, Steve, no, are you still? On... I wanted to check in on your sobriety. Right, it was no nicotine, no alcohol. Oh, right. No, yep. no cigarettes. No, sorry, and no coffee. Okay, I'll tell you which. So let's take a guess. Which one am I still true to? Well, um... I'm actually two to true to two of those. You don't look like you're drinking, so I'm going to say you're still off the booze. I'll say you're you're on booze. That's the one you're on. You're off, off caffeine. Off caffeine. Well, no, not off. off caffeine. Off coffee. Okay. Tea. I know it's it's not really that cool, but I'm drinking tea these days. It doesn't always have coffee in, or it definitely doesn't have coffee. Coffee. It, it has caffeine in it. Right? Coffee. Coffee. <laughs> what kind of tea are you working with? Uh, you know, mostly English breakfast and Earl Grey. That's a high caffeine. Strong. Yeah. Haven't stepped to the green tea yet, but it feels good, man. Yeah. It's uh there's a Go ahead. If you there so if you get a, the chai kind, 
I don't like, know if you use like coffee creamer, like a but chai. French vanilla coffee creamer yeah. with chai yeah. is like a French. It's like a vanilla chai tea. That's dope. It's delicious. Yeah. Get your chai's eyes. Get your right, right. <laughs> extra chai's. And I haven't. Uh, let me think here. I haven't smoked a cigarette either. Been yeah, good with, that's good. good. Been, been good with the six. So me too, man. Although I miss them, I really do. Yeah. I really miss those things. When you see them, when you're around it, or just like out of the blue. If somebody like, were to, if somebody were to offer me one right now, I would take it for sure. Yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I did two weeks. I'm good. Yeah. But I think the uh, caffeine you, thing. I mean, I mean, the coffee thing might be a permanent fix for me. What was it about coffee that was fucking? <sighs> well, I was noticing like, I would just be really anxious in the mornings, and so, I know that I think when you drink coffee it hits you like like super quick you know it's like a like a fast release whereas like the tea is kind of a slow burner right energy pickup and um and then i noticed that when i would if i would skip a day of coffee i'd feel like i was going through withdrawal yeah so it's out it took a couple of days I'm a, but I'm, I'm good now for whatever reason in the last like five years i can remember real vividly for whatever reason one day I didn't have a cup of coffee until well afternoon, and I had a fucking splitting headache. Yeah. That I, 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 part of me was like, maybe this isn't caffeine. As soon as I had a, a sip of coffee, it went away. Right. So, yeah, it's not good. It's I mean, real. it's like, you know, it's it's like something that you, your body does never actually needs. Sure. Yeah, you but can just drink you... a bunch of water and wake up. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. But God, it's so good. That's the best. It's so fucking delicious. Chuck, do you think you'll ever go with that? What could, of those three? What would be the one you would be like, no, I can't, I can't give this up. Definitely alcohol for Chuck. Come on. I think I could go without boot. Well, I would jump about forever <laughs> or just like for a couple of days. Let's say it was like, for, like for health, like, like for back surgery, people, they say that you can't have caffeine or nicotine. Like if someone was like, if you have this thing, one of these three things or two of these three things, if you have them, like your, your life's really going to suck. So you have to go a month without having it. Which would be the one? Be like, I got to keep this one. Alcohol would be easy if it was like for back surgery because you're just laying around anyway. When when I had knee surgery, I didn't drink, and it only sucked when I finally was moving around and right. I I found myself in situations where other people were drinking mm. or like when people came over and stuff. But that one's kind of easy situationally. Um, I can tell you that the one that I have the longest streak going is coffee. I mean, I'm thinking mm. back to the late '90s since I've gone a day without coffee. Damn. High school. That's no, wow. That's no joke. Yeah, uh, high school early. So I, I work. I work construction right out of high school. Okay. And uh, if you ever worked like a real, real construction job, you usually are on site by seven. And a lot of the jobs that I worked, you had to meet at the office before. And uh, that was yeah. just way too early for me at that age. Yeah. And then someone showed me the beauty of Dunkin' Donuts. Right. And once I realized I needed to drink it before I went to work, because otherwise I was going to shit in an outhouse. I was. <laughs> <laughs> this is where it's at. Right. Well, you, when you and I lived together, AO, uh, over by University of Maryland, where there was like a Dunkin' Donuts right around the corner. Oh, right around the corner. Mm -hmm. They knew me well. Used to tap that regularly. That play, God, that parking lot now. <laughs> oh, it's like Mad Max. Is it, what's there? Is it still there? It is. But I mean, the turnover of the rest of the stuff that's there is, is crazy. The parking lot is just really poorly maintained. So, 
I know no one cares about anyone's dreams, so this is where half of our <laughs> listeners will tune out. Here we go. But I had a I had a dream in the last week that I had actually moved right back on that street where we lived. Get the fuck out of here, really? Yeah, and I was like really upset with myself. Apparently, I had, in the dream I had done it for a job, and I was like, I left New York for this. This is the worst decision I ever made. <laughs> wow. I'm back in Hyattsville. Do you know what the job was working at Dunkin' Donuts? <laughs> I think it was another engineering job. Okay. Does this mean you're not moving back to Maryland? I my old work commute and everything. What's that? Does this mean you're not moving back to Maryland? Steve's holding out hope. I am holding out hope. Yeah, Chuck, what's 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 going on with that? Any, any oh, thoughts? I'm not moving back. I okay. All right. Never happening. Your greatest hope was that um, my wife was going to get pulled back to Discovery. And that is and, over now. And that is definitely not happening now. Oh, yeah, that's right. They shut down. Shut 1,300 down. employees in, in the Silver Spring area. Shut them down. Silver Spring going back to the wild, wild west. You think Did that, they get fired or they get... You think they had a DJ that, that cut in the Pete Rock and Public Enemy? Shut them down. Shut them down. <laughs> 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 So did they? Did these people get shit canned, or they get? They were like, you can move somewhere else. Or, um, it's a good question. Probably, probably a combination. I don't think it's even been fully mapped out. That's tough, man. Some people get laid off. Some people get shit canned. Some people get offered to move to L.A. or New York. Some people get told they can work remote. I mean, I think there's a big merger going on with them and another television company. So. I'll tell you what, it makes you appreciate Vice being media. a full-time podcaster, huh? Yeah. You should have told him. You can just do this shit over Gchat. <laughs> <laughs> I need that zebra fucking compilation. What happened? <laughs> Where's that Discovery? That's our mouse. Um, I heard that zebra dis- tube. I heard that Discovery's merging with Vice. That's not true, is it? Yeah, they're making this show called Sharks that Shark That's Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Bad mm-hmm. joke, not a good joke. That's all right. That's all right. It's okay. Yeah, we'll work with it. Yeah, we'll make it work. Can I play a song? Can I play some music in the background? Sure. On yeah. the low. Do we? Uh, we got an end in sight here, by any chance? Um, whenever. How long have we been going? That's a good question. Uh, we're at forty-seven minutes. A cool okay. forty-seven minutes. I feel like that's uh. You good? A nice little and crisp. A little quick hitter. Yeah. Just let let the fans know that we're still around. Hi, we're here. Hold on, can we I had a couple things I wanted to hit. Go for it. Let's do some heavy hitters. Heavy hitters. Alright, so it's been well documented um, that we've talked about what happens when my dad gets on Twitter. Yes. Can we talk about what happens oh, when yes. Cole's uncle gets on the radio? Oh wow. Yeah. You want, should I pull up the exact quote, or do you have it memorized? Go for it. Well, let's clarify because I don't know if he's he's my dad's cousin. So what is that? Oh, you're, so he is your what is your dad's second cousin? Second cousin, I guess. Once removed, I never understood how any of that shit worked. I think it's second cousin. So we could get married. So there's that. I was gonna say, can you fuck him? <laughs> right. Um, my dad's cousin is a guy named Carmen Policy, and for people who don't know, he was the president of operations for the 49ers for a long time, and actually the zombie version of the Cleveland Browns, uh, pretty short-lived. But he's generally given credit for circumventing the salary cap rules in that, you know, you see a guy like 
He got $50 million, 32 of which is guaranteed because he signed a huge signing bonus. Carmen Policy was the guy who discovered the loophole of being able to give people a big signing bonus as guaranteed money, oh. as an incentive for them to sign with them. But he's also the guy that when I was 12 and wrote a letter and said, hey, you know, my dad, your cousin, you guys are coming to play skins. You want to get together? Crickets. His quote on the radio today um, describing the 49ers pending negotiations with recently traded four quarterback Jimmy Garofalo were, and I quote, (laughs) if I were representing the team, I think what I would do is enter the room and I would bring a large jar of Vaseline. And I would say to the agent on the other side, quote, I'm a nice guy. I really want to do the right thing. Please be gentle with me. Yeah, it's a class act. That's a policy for you. How many games did uh, Garoppolo play with the Niners? Five, I think. And did five he? Because they went five and zero. Oh. Five was... and zero oh or six and zero? Oh. Yeah, I guess it was five and zero. Oh. Okay. Well, he had. You know so what? He's he a real came deal. in for. He came in for like the last two plays against. I think it was Seattle and got a touchdown like okay. on his only pass that he threw. Or he was like two of. Yeah, right, right, right. Yo, yeah. I mean, he's definitely the real deal. But I mean, again, like. And, I mean, how many? It's funny, man. I had this long, drawn-out argument over the course of like two days with—I don't even know if you listen to the show—with Ali. But I was like, "How many fucking teams, you know, need to have to like have this plummet from one year to the next?" And everybody's like, "Oh, Eli Manning's playing like shit." And to me, it's always when you look at the offensive line, and the line play is the most telling reason as to why. And it's funny because with Garoppolo. This, the 49ers this year lost. It, they set a record for losing the most games by three points or less in a row. I think it was like five, right? That coincided with their offensive line being all banged up. Hmm. So did the winning streak that, that happened when Garoppolo came in. Hmm. Um, their offensive line got healthier. Not like super healthy, but I don't know. I feel like that has as much to do with it with a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's my two cents. I. Kirk Cousins or Garofalo, huh? Ladies, we're, calls are open. 612. <laughs> Who would you take? Suck my diff. Well, the Giants are in the market. I mean, they're not going to. They're not going to. Uh, Garofalo, man. Okay. He's not the next Matt Castle. I don't know why you would even bring that up. <laughs> no, he's he's the real deal. I mean, you already saw four games of him. Well, actually, no, I guess he got hurt uh, when Brady was suspended. But he played real well against the Cardinals D in the season and opener last year. Always good against that Cardinals D. <laughs> Castle went eleven and five on the pants. Ugh. Well, and then you know it's funny because then he went ten and six in his first year with the Chiefs. Except uh, a lot of time, like this week now, and by the time this airs, it'll be over with. But like Philly, for instance, is the is one of the. I think like three all-time home teams in the division around to be an underdog. Six-point underdogs, right? Yeah. Uh, one of them, I, I think they were an underdog, but I knew that they had no chance, was the Chiefs team led by Matt Castle where the murdering Ray Lewis uh, Ravens went in and won like 24-7, to <laughs> and the game wasn't even that close. Hmm. Just because, you know, like in a division with Pittsburgh and Baltimore where they're going to flip-flop, one of them is going to be the wild card, yeah. but they're the two best teams in the conference. Actually, I'm glad you brought up the games because there's nothing <clears throat> better than the rah-rah shit where we play ourselves, predict the games, yes. and then post the episode after they go. <laughs> right, right. right. 
Right. So on the AFC side, we've got the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Jacksonville Jaguars. We've also got the New England Patriots and the Tennessee Titans. On the NFC side, we've got the Saints traveling to Minnehaha, Minnesota. And we've got the Atlanta Falcons traveling to Philadelphia, Wensylvania to play the Carson Wentzless Nick Foley and Eagles. <laughs> right like off it. the bat, one observation. Well done. Every team, or sorry, every matchup has a quarterback that's played in at least seven games in the playoffs versus a quarterback that's either played in zero or one, with one being last week. So right away to me, I'm just going to go across the board and say, I'm going with QBs. Give me Pittsburgh, New England, Atlanta, New Orleans. Okay. Can't argue with it. Can't argue with it. Do and you in like, all uh... in demonstrative fashion. I'm going to say all by at least seven. Wow. Okay. So that that was going to be my next question because last week, the year before, all the uh, favorites. This is a crazy fucking stat. The create the there's eleven games. The favorites went eleven uh, ten and one. The only dog to win outright was uh, Green Bay. This year, all of the underdogs covered, uh, and I think was Jacksonville the only one that was the only favorite that won. You know, Tennessee was wasn't favored. Atlanta wasn't favored. And the then had- I guess the Saints were favored. Yeah. Okay. So two and two. But the dogs covered in every game. You know what's fucking killing me? As a Chiefs fan, I knew this that uh, they had lost. I, I guess at the time five playoff games in a row. I really liked Tennessee and Atlanta to cover those games. I didn't think they'd win, but I felt like a chump for not for for not betting. I really like. I I don't know. I liked Philly to cover until I heard this stat. So under Chip Kelly, they were last in the league in time of possession. Right. The next year under Doug Peterson, they went to first in the in the league in time of possession. Now with Nick Foles, they're back to last in time of possession, mm. which I feel like is awful against a team like Atlanta that has experience, a good defense, and a running game that can control the clock. Yeah. I, what you said that was six and a half. Something like that. I mean, they have so much talent on defense. Yeah. I feel like that's a lot of points at home it for is. them to cover. It is. I kind of. I think by the time the game goes off, the, the line in the Tennessee game will be 16. Uh, I might shoot myself for saying this, but I, I think they could cover that. Just because, I mean, how many – they fell ass backwards into the playoffs. The fucking quarterback, you know, threw a touchdown to himself <laughs> that should have been batted down by one of the greatest defensive players of all time. Granted, not in his prime, Darrell Reeves, but yeah. I don't know. And then I, I'm stoked as shit for that. I think Jacksonville is going to get – their comeuppance against Pittsburgh. If they hadn't already beat them, it might be a closer game. But then the granddaddy of them all, that uh, that uh, New Orleans at Minnesota game is going to be lit. That's probably the game that will be the closest. Right. Yeah. Especially uh, because I, with the 14-point lead late in the game, Sean Payton will probably go for it on fourth and five. So, <laughs> like, do you think your point about the quarterbacks – I mean, Keenum hasn't – he hasn't shown, like, any cracks. A guy like Nick Foles, like, you know, I've seen this guy throw 27 touchdowns, two picks. I also saw him, like – I thought he played well this year against a good Giants D, and then uh, – oh, Excuse me, what? A good Giants D? <laughs> this year – well, you know, it's funny because that's the same Giants D that completely shut down. Not a great Denver offense, but when they went into Denver and Denver was giving, like, 13 points – and the Giants smashed them on a Sunday night. Do you remember what I'm talking about earlier this year? Oh, yeah, but I, I think a lot of guys that were on IR by the time the Philly game happened. Okay. I mean, Janoris well, Jenkins is, like, their best corner. He's been out. You know, the, there are certain things that uh, made it easy to light up old Big Blue. Okay, yeah. 
Well, to that point, and then uh, Dallas played all their starters, and they weren't shit this year, and Nick Foles looked terrible against them. But so Case Keenum, you know, I mean, I haven't seen any cracks in his armor this year, but maybe this is the game where he comes back down to earth. And Teddy Ball game comes in. They got all three quarterbacks active. Oh shit, Bradford too. Wow. You gotta if you're gonna make a move, you gotta make a move midway through the second quarter so that you can make another move midway through the third quarter. Right, right. Alabama style. <laughs> Joe, how could you know it's that's a I was ball, like, if I watch that's a baller move right there, right? Well here's here's an interesting fact about that game that would have been good to know from a gambling perspective, right? So everybody was making a big deal about who was the uh Oklahoma quarterback. Mayfield uh, Mayfield had like the flu or something and so like he hadn't been practicing a lot in the lead up to the game against Georgia Hurst the quarterback for Alabama he hadn't practiced for more than like two or three practices throughout that entire month so that backup was taking a ton of snaps for over four weeks it was like you know I don't know if you could bet like on the over under of amount of snaps he's going to get but that would have been good to know yeah speaking of backups how great was it when what's the guy's name Peterman when uh, oh. Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like flashback to Peterman throwing five picks in a right. shorter time frame than the length of this episode, right? Against the, yeah. I think it was against the Chargers. Yeah, it just got so bad, yeah. and then all of a sudden he comes in. He, uh, I think he scrambles for it. Was it was a tough situation to come in. I think it was like fourth and three. I mean, this was a boring ass game that all of a sudden got exciting for a few minutes. Right. So he comes in on a fourth and three, his first play. There's nothing open. He scrambles. He gets a four-yard run. He fumbles, but it goes out of bounds. <laughs> right. So it's like, all right. Then he's like, okay. And he got hit. And you know how they say, like, the hit kind of wakes you up, too. Right. 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 So now he's playing. Now, you know, the middle of the field's open. He completes a pass. Right. So it's like, oh, shit. This would be the greatest redemption story ever. Yeah. Then he throws a pick. Yeah. <laughs> then they look at the replay, and they're like, based on how no one can figure out if anything is a catch if it involves someone falling. <laughs> right. This may not be a pick. And it looked over at him and he's like, I just want another chance. <laughs> right. He's like, please overturn this. I swear to God, I'll go six for six on the rest of it. And then after a, a lengthy uh, 90 second replay review and a camera locked on him, not wearing a helmet on the sidelines, the call on the field was confirmed. Right. Oh. Right. That game was atrocious. It was a defensive. Uh... It was a defensive battle. What was it? What was the final score? Thirteen ten or something like that? Ten three. Ten three. Okay. It was so defensive that on fourth and goal, Jacksonville decided not only to go for it, they throw it but on, to throw the ball because yeah. yeah. they're like, even if we don't get this, there's no way these assholes are getting out of the back of their own end zone. Right. And they he fucking better, completed it. They probably had a better chance of scoring on defense, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, they're like 5-3. At the time, it was 3-3. Three, three. They're yeah, like, yo, 5-3, right. you might win this. Yeah. <laughs> right. I, it, it's funny how stuff like that works out where it's like everybody's like, oh, I mean, I didn't think Sean Payton going for the fourth down was necessarily a bad thing. I was like, then why did you run, why did you, uh, run it on third and two? <laughs> if you knew – if you, I, it's funny because like they called a timeout. Breeze came on the sideline. It looked like Payton was talking him into going for it. And I thought, I, you know, if I'm Drew Brees, I'm like, that's great. Why the fuck did you just call a running play? Go it on third and two if we're going to go for it twice. You dummy. That was, I love that Romo, like, predicts every play because in the Jacksonville game, he definitely called. So it was third and goal from the one. 
And he's like, if you run it here, it means you're committed on to run on all four plays. Right. And they ran it, and then they threw on fourth. <laughs> right. Right. So maybe that was just the type of reverse psychology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He had, a, he had a sense of humor about it, though, right? Oh yeah. He doesn't have a huge ego about calling the games, too. Which yeah. Is nice. No, he's like, yeah. I got that wrong. A so guy much that we've better talked... than Troy Aikman and Joe Buck, you know. Yeah, Joe, Joe they're atrocious. Oh God, those two. Over the middle. <laughs> yeah, the over the middle calls. <laughs> Emphatic over the middle calls. Yeah. There's actually a button I... in case his throat hurts that day. He just has like the way that we have the ao ao. <laughs> we should get that on the soundboard. Over the middle sounds good. Over, over the, the middle. middle. <laughs> Keep it chambered. Keep it well, locked in. I hope you enjoy the games. Definitely. I never, I never heard what you guys did on New Year's. By the way, I stole that. Nada, 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 not a damn thing. I got hammer time. By yourself? That's right. In public. Well, so there's a couple that we're friends with that has three kids, and uh, the husband is a great cook, and the sister was in town. She's also a really good cook. So their plan was, he was like, I'm gonna make you know, like a seven course meal. So my wife and I brought the wine. Um, and our daughter had been sleep training for like a week at that point. So we were confident we'd be able to get her to sleep at the house. Um, we got there at eight and I went in like a ball of fire. I was like, what would, you know, I've got wine there. I think I had brought over, I think a Cavassier that I'd gotten like at a white elephant gift party. <laughs> you know, I was like, this is, this is going, we're going all in. And so That's I, I remember starting at eight and then at two o'clock, he's like, all right, you know, the seventh, the seventh course is coming out like the steaks. It, you know, I was like, I at can't 2 see straight. Yeah. He I mean, you know, it was one of those... at 2 a.m. God damn. I think I have that timing right. Um, but the next morning was, I've been taking these things. Well, I, I don't really drink that often, but when I do, uh, huh. uh, there's these things called party smart from whole foods. Okay. Have you ever heard of them? Never. No. It's like a little pill. I, I'm not exactly sure what's in it. I think it's like herbs and stuff like that. It's supposed to be a hangover cure. Now, I've taken them over herbs the course of the last years and stuff. Uh, I've taken them <laughs> over the boy. last three years. <laughs> herbs and stuff. <laughs> over the last three years, I've probably taken them 10 times. I feel like they've always worked, you know, either completely knocks it out or like when I woke up on New Year's Day, I was like, I'm lucky that all I have is a pretty severe headache because like I got after last night. Yeah. And my wife drove home. Um, but anybody else I've given them to, they're like, these do nothing for me. So, you know, take them at your own risk. Uh, but I remember we got home. I sat down on the lazy boy. Little things are spinning just a little bit. Yeah. And I turned on the TV. I was like, oh, cool. A replay of the Texas USC championship game. Like this will ca capture my attention. And the next thing I know I woke back up and the game was starting over again at like 830 in the morning. <laughs> I had passed out. What game's just what channel is just playing that game on a constant? Why, why that game? I think I I think I turned it on and it was like on NFL Network and I was like I, you know I I, I watched all the because it was New Year's Eve I was like I watched all the games today like I know what happened and I just hit down on the channel. Yeah. Like, but sure. Yeah. Why not? You know. Vince Young's the truth, man. Yeah. It was, what a game. What a crazy. Well, that's another game where the coach. Fucked up. You remember it was like a fourth down, and they didn't even have Lindell White on the field. Mm. Maybe it was Reggie Bush they didn't have on the field. I don't know. Maybe I'm the coach, and I suck. Who knows? Lindell. Did you guys watch the Chappelle thing that came out on New Year's? So good, man. 
I got through the half half of the first one. I think the one that had Bird in the title. Yeah, the something Bird theory. Yeah, what's good? I've I've only watched that one of the two. I I loved it. I, I thought it was both of, my, it was one of his best specials. So I kicked her in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he's like I don't. He's really coming in. Not that he wasn't in his own before, but like I feel like this guy's like at the top of the stand-up comedy game. You know? Yeah. Jesus, he's, he's good. Yeah. Well, I think he's. It's interesting that he also. I guess you can do it now with with social media, although he sort of, it seems like, makes a concerted effort to keep people from posting random stuff here and there. But, like, he stays on the circuit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he stays honing the craft in the environment in which he came up in, which I think goes a long way. But, yeah, he's definitely the best. Cole, how many times you freestyled in 2018? Uh, I don't think I have. I actually have – I've written a couple things, Ooh. and then I've gotten the mixes for the new record. Um, so – Shout-outs. Yeah, shout-outs to Max. Shout-outs to the Strange Famous. Still working on it. Um, but I can't say that I freestyle. How about you? I saw a video of you, actually, I think. Oh, that was at a Christmas party or holiday party. <laughs> That's a that would have been freestyle. December, though. By the way, that was a great freestyle. It was. I was feeling it. Yeah. They had a dry erase. There's some inside references in that. There was a dry erase marker in the in the bathroom, and uh, someone was lighting me up on the mirror. Ah. And so that's when it's like. Uh, what do you mean they're lighting you up on the mirror? Like there were just there was jokes about me, and I was like, I was like, I'm that dude. You're talking shit about me in the bathroom. <laughs> Yo, you know I got it right. I ain't gotta be scared. I should do my shit talking on the mic or something like that. <laughs> yeah, let them know. Who are they? Coming. Oh, I was just my friend Paul. Oh, okay. All right. I assumed it was him. Okay. He might have just caught a bad one for someone else, to be honest. <laughs> Got your bad one. Just too fast, son. He took the heat. Mm-hmm. Got your bad one. All right. Well, we got a song and then we're out of here. I was just going to play some beats. Okay. I thought he was playing a beat to rap. My cat. I think oh. my, cat, my cat said everything to 45 here. Dude, that shit's cranking. Insight. Oh, maybe. This is insight? No. Yo. Do it like this. This is like a 30 second long beat, though. Yo, I'm a kick a brag rhyme. Do it on G chat with no lag time. <laughs> I hit a button once, found out that's how you fix it. I'm like, damn, I'm dumb as fuck. It's 132 episodes, and right now it's just coming up. That I could fix this problem I've been having. Like, what happened? I got a scab and I scratch it just to peel it off. That beat stopped real quick, so I was feeling soft with the merging. And I'm splurging, emerging, person, distorting my learning. Feel the sonic noise. Steve's mics. He's offending girls and he's fond of boys, yo. Two in one. We can pass, you can run. I'll throw that shit on fourth and one. So don't start to be thinking about common policy. Yo, who's got the Vaseline or the gasoline? This is something that had to be seen to keep the napkin clean. Whoa. Yo, I ain't no chump. Playing these beats, I feel like Ludacris on punk. Am I really supposed to rap to this? 
what's gonna happen after this. Your cat is pissed. Pressing it to 45. You kinda tall, but yo, I'll keep the shorties live. Woo. And I promise you, Dad, I won't come over with the jersey for Donald McNabb, yo. Remember when he played for the Vikings, it was exciting. I started writing. I hadn't been freestyling in a long time. I got a strong mind. Yo, it's the wrong bomb if it's not landing on the snare. Why does your cat have a lot of hair? And then he stares. Beat is cutting out, but that's probably the lag time. Freestyling used to be my favorite pastime. Now I gotta make money to pay the mortgage. I'd rather sit home and eat some porridge. Talk to Morgan and Steve and Leo and his daughter's name. I don't want to put it out there in the government sphere. Everybody knows that I'm loving the fear. Yo, your mom's in love with Sophia. It's all good. The golden age of rap. In the golden age of rap. <laughs> I had a feeling that there'd be a vocal sample in the middle. So Probably. I hope you folks are trampled. Hey, yo, here's an example of how I passed the Mikey K chromosome. My house smells like shit. Provolone. Yo. I see your daughter, yo. She's big. Oh, you see me sitting here popping on an E cig. <laughs> Got the vapor too. This is my favorite song, May or June. Might be my favorite month. It doesn't really matter like a warmer, so I can blaze a blunt when I'm outside. Don't be slipping on that black ice. Yo, what about white ice? <laughs> what about white ice? Oh, my white ice. White nikes. I don't like black rice and nice nights. Like a girl in nice tights. You got a tight bike, tricycle. I hit the sickle cell, rip your well. Ventriloquist rhymes and pandemonium. When I start holding a cipher like I'm reaching for the end of the mountain, the end of the path, or the end of the rap. Yo, never be that. 2018, my resolution never be whack. Wow. That's the way that I do it. That's why I didn't rhyme till today. But hey, yo, <laughs> it's January 11th. Yo, with the 7-Eleven and I'm stepping to that aisle. Want to get a York Peppermint Patty. Turn it up, man. You rocking with <laughs> Peppermint Patty. Earlier, my daughter was stepping with daddy. We had to get out of the house, keep it quiet like a mouse. Hey, yo, the style gets doused, you got a scratch hook. Hey, yo, I got a matchbook. You got to look, I leave MC shook. When I grab the mic and keep it clear, I'll put you in the studio like Phil Shamir. Place you with Phil and Shamir. Hey, yo, C's mics will be the illest in here. I'm looking at the thing. Did you literally just play a song? You might want to lower your speakers down before you play this. I can't prepare Yo. tonight. I'm wondering if on the surface, this is a diss, and you play the song with instrumentals on purpose. Not at all. Acting like you're fake news, some kind of breakthrough. Uh, I'm about to change you into yeah. a DJ who can yeah. play an instrumental. I is it coincidental? Uh-uh. Your head's whack. Hey. Get your head smacked. Ooh. In the background, I think you sound like Craig Mack. Yo. I put the ah. flavor in your beer. I'll be the okay. saver of the year. <laughs> this is <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Yo. I literally thought we were going to play one one beat and exit out. I didn't realize you guys were going to rap for t- 25 minutes. <laughs> Yo, I got 100 rhymes. See me on Static Selector number nine. <laughs> there you go. Listen, uh, audience, I really didn't do a good job of taking notes today. All right. Uh, in fact, I, I often wonder if 
taking notes is much like pissing in the wind, except much more time consuming. If you want the notes, please let me know. Because, you know, my time's limited. I know two people that read the notes. What's that? I know two people that read the notes. <laughs> are, they, are they two of the three co-hosts? Yeah, I know two people that read the notes. It might just happen to be a co-host. Mm-hmm. Well, so uh, also we'd love some we'd love some questions. You know, ask us questions. Yo, it's like this and only this. This is a beat for a famous freestyle. I can't remember who. What you gonna do? All right. All right, peace. Chrome Bills 132. Check the critical velocity player. Gentlemen, happy new year to you. Peace. Happy new year to you guys. Happy new year to all the Chrome billionaires out there. 2018. Wiping the slate clean. Getting rid of all your fake dreams. Wiping off the Maybelline. Taking movies and only watching my favorite scene. <laughs> Baby, bleed. There you go. And so- Appreciate-